Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to my show. I am the Nice Critic and here we go. Alrighty, so back at it again with another review slash bit of personal opinion on yet another Netflix film. Now, this one is called Awake and I chose this particular film because, hey, it was in the top 10. It's actually number two today in the U.S. and I wanted to see why. And let me just say gonna go ahead and spoil it i'm pretty sure everyone's just freaking bored for this to be in the top 10 yeah nobody has anything to do we should have a picnic or something and go outside because if this is what we've this is what it's come to uh, it's pretty sad but let's get right into this uh little summary okay so it starts and there's a woman the girl from jane the virgin actually or the lady i should say um from jane the virgin pardon if you hear the sirens in the background i have no control over that at the moment um (laughs) yes so from jane the virgin and um yeah so it shows her she's a security guard she's going to her shift she's clearly up to something sneaky she pulls a coffee cup out of the trash can slips a 20 into it gives it to the other security guard he lets her in and then you see her go in you see that she's actually getting expired pills which mm, makes it very clear you know um either she's gonna use them or she's gonna sell them um and pan to the next scene she ends up selling them because clearly she needs extra cash so there's that Um, And also, I just put that together. While she's sneaking in there, there's a blonde woman that's coming out and she hides. That blonde woman ends up being important later. Um, Don't entirely remember her name. I want to call her Murphy, but I'm pretty sure that was the guy. So back into the summary. So she gets the pills. It shows uh, um, the next day when she's off of her shift. She actually goes and sells the pills. Um, She seemingly shorted him a pill she tells him to count it again he shorted her a 20 he tells her to count it again and they part their ways um so then she um pulls up to who is which we find out later um looks to be her mother-in-law um because as she's in the house and looking later in the movie you see pictures of her late husband who it's obvious that he passed away and um he's he's seeming to be not trying to be racist just trying to use context clues seeming to be more of the child to the mother than she is the child to the mother because the mother even offers for her to stay and at first she doesn't want to take it but um she is taking her kids for the day so when she gets off her shift her daughter comes out her son comes out he is hesitant to go he doesn't want to go they say goodbye to their grandmother they're driving the mom, um, her name is Jill, she asks her children about school, her daughter answers, her son doesn't really want to answer, um, her daughter starts to fall asleep, and the car starts to go wonky and loses its power, they swerve off the road, you see, uh, a sheriff's vehicle has veered off the road already, and they stop, and she's asking them if they're okay, they're telling her yes, they're okay, and another car smashes into them knocks them into the lake so they fight to get out of the car um she tells her kids to unbuckle their seatbelt she's helping her son get out of his seatbelt and she almost goes down with the car but she gets out and when her and her son come out of the water um they notice that uh, her daughter matilda the son's name is noah matilda is the daughter and they notice that she's already been pulled out of the water by a few officers and they're trying to resuscitate her um she drowned so they bring her back and then they let they let the family know, like, hey, power's out. We can't get anyone. You should get to a hospital, though. You need stitches. I'm speaking to Jill. And they do so. So they go to a hospital, and it is completely bonkers in there. Everyone's losing it. She gets the attention of one of the nurses, 
and um the nurse she lets the nurse know like hey i need i need a doctor my daughter drowned the nurse looks at her daughter she's like are you all right little girl matilda's like hey i'm fine she's like okay she's fine because clearly there's a lot going on with a bunch of other people so everyone's running around all frantic a woman halfway speaking german comes out and she's like it's a miracle it's a miracle and jill being nosy like most movie characters are goes into the room where the woman says it's a miracle and um someone of relation to her the woman uh, the german woman was in a coma and woke up and for some reason the doctor in there instead of being like hey this is in your room get the hell out he tells Jill, because it matters for some reason, um, that the other patient in there is awake as well. And I'm guessing it's just everyone's losing all their professionalism because the world is clearly going to shit right now. Um, then it shows they go back to the grandmother's house and um, the grandmother lets Jill know, like, hey, you should um, you shouldn't go to work. And Jill's like, mm, I'm going to go to work because if there's no power, they're definitely going to need security. And the grandma's like, well, do you have any cash? And she's like, it went down with the car, but I'll get some stuff. Hint, hint, she's going for more of those pills that she had got before so she could sell them. Um, so before she leaves that night, it shows she tries to go to sleep. She can't. She tries to meditate. The grandma comes out like, hey, I can't sleep. You got something to help me sleep. Hint, hint. And Jill lets her know, no, I'm not using anymore. Remember the judge said I can't, which is hinting that this family went through something um, clearly and she lost her kids, lost her husband, a whole bunch of stuff. So um, the grandma's like, oh, okay, if you can't sleep either, then I know you're not using like <laughs> throwing shade. Um, you clearly aren't on drugs anymore because otherwise you'd be able to sleep. So, and instead of her like responding to that, she's just like, I'm going to go to work now. Um, she gets up, she goes to check on her daughter, her daughter's sleep. So, you know, just does the typical parent rub the head thing and good night and moves on. She goes to her son's room. Her son is awake and he's looking out the window and she's like, you should get some sleep. He's like, can't, not tired. So I'm watching the shooting stars. She looks at them and she's like, those aren't stars. Those are satellites. And they both give each other a look, but then it just cuts to the next scene. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of buildup. Like <laughs> this movie is the epitome of blue balls. There's a lot of buildup and then nothing. <laughs> like you think something's going to mean something more and it doesn't mean a darn thing they give you all these little hints to backstory that they never elaborate on it's very frustrating i would say that this movie is the epitome of like like the movie version of like a game of thrones kind of thing where it's all this build up just to like slap you in the face with nothingness at the end but it wasn't even that exciting so i won't dare compare it to game of thrones actually i removed that because it tried but did not get there um not even a blue balls build up actually so i take that back as well it's more so of like a kitty roller coaster build up like oh whoa oh getting up to the top and then when you go it's like oh that cute little hill that we just went over what a waste shouldn't have got on this but i'm only on it because of whatever reason anyways back to the summary so yeah um so drill goes to work um, because they do not explain the satellite thing, they just leave that. It's even in the trailer, like it means something, it means absolutely nothing, no purpose, just extra lines in the movie to fill some time. <sighs> Unless there's a deeper meaning, maybe I'm not going to say I will watch this again, but maybe I will look into some explanation of why this movie was relevant or important or a thing in the first place. 
but yes, so Jill goes to work. She gets there. All the college students are partying. Um, so she's campus police, I assume. Um, it did say that on her shirt, actually. So let me not say I assume. But yeah, so she they're partying because clearly no one can sleep. The guy who she sold pills to earlier finds her and he's like, hey, like, I'll pay double the price because clearly nobody can sleep. This shit's going to make money. We need pills. And she's like, I got you. So she goes in, all the power's out. The guy, the security guard that was usually in there, she calls out to him on hill and he's not there. So she just takes her happy self in there. She takes the entire bag of pills instead of just trying to take a little bit. And they are expired, by the way. They're definitely in a bin that says expired and for um, disposal pretty much. And as she's doing that, um, an armed officer comes in there, um, like military. And it was interesting because the military vehicles work and the rest of the vehicles don't work. So that was a thing. And um, he comes in there, points the gun at her and she starts, you know, using her military type of lingo to let him know, like, hey, she's a friendly, like, no, it's okay. Um, I'm supposed to be in here kind of thing. And then the lady doctor, the blonde one comes in and she's like, hey. And Jill's like, this is not what it looks like. And she's like, "Mm, I really don't care. There's a lot going on. And she's like, actually, we could use you. So you should come with us. And she's like, what's going on? And she's like, um, um, and then that's when the other guy comes in there. I believe his name is Murphy. And they're both, the blonde isn't exactly trying to explain it to her, but Murphy kind of lets her know, like, nobody can sleep right now. And she's like, oh, okay. And the blonde lets her know, like, hey, they need brains like us again. They need people like us who can kind of, figure some stuff out right now you can tell the blonde is already out of it and she tells murphy this is where the hub is gonna be um get my family meet me there gotta go jill hope you come but all right peace out and murphy keeps talking to her like you already know um this many hours without sleep this many days without sleep and you can only go so long before it gets detrimental to your life kind of thing and jill's like i know and then she um she lets him know she's like but that can't be true because my daughter was just sleep and he he immediately he's like hey what like she could sleep and she's he's like we have a whole hub dedicated to one woman who can sleep like if your daughter can sleep that's that's important and then he looks at her forehead and she's like i was in an accident and he's like, are you sure she was sleeping? Was she hurt too? And Joe doesn't say anything. He's like, because like, um, uh, well, she, she mentions like, oh, that she was unconscious. And he lets her know, like, no one's unconscious anymore. They either are or they aren't. Like, they're alive or they're dead, pretty much. There's no in-between anymore. Hence why the people in comas woke up. Because it's like, all right, you're either alive or not. Um, so she rushes home. And she gets home and she's like, crying like calling out to her daughter she's calling for matilda trying to find her and she goes in her room matilda's not there and then noah comes out and she's like where's matilda is she okay and he's like yeah grandma took her to church and she's like all right so they start packing up shit because she's like it's time to get the fuck out of here then it pans over to the church and um the pastor's talking to the congregation and he's like i'm gonna go do this so he goes into another room and matilda's in there and he tries to tell her like hey He tells her his little backstory of how like before he was a preacher he used to be on drugs and he died for a little bit but came back and like he really believed in God. So he was telling her like you might be our miracle. You might be the one that God chose to like help and save us all kind of thing. And she was like okay well I can't sleep if I'm not tired. And he was like all right well let me pray with you because I've heard that my prayers are boring and maybe you'll go to sleep. And it ends up working. They start praying. Um, She falls asleep. He comes out to tell the congregation like hey she's asleep. 
pretty much like okay she's the one none of us can sleep but she could sleep she might be able to help us so he's like prayer the church is already slightly losing it some people suggest like let's sacrifice her some other people were like this is bull crap she can't help us and some people were like um prayer is not going to work and he just keeps emphasizing that prayer will work um yeah so that happens and then um she wakes up so she comes out yeah she wakes up and she comes out and the grandma grabs her and all the church people are just like kind of standing up one by one giving their opinions and the pastor's still trying to get them all to calm down he's telling them to sit down there's an officer in the church and he keeps like holding on to his gun and he's just like you know like maybe that's the one like maybe we need to spill some blood or figure something out like for us to sleep like this is not it and one of the other church members is like his son is eating but he's not speaking like this is not okay what do we do we need answers right now prayer is not doing it and then jill comes in with noah and murphy and she's like that's my daughter and i'm taking her like i'm taking her with me um she needs to come with me um that's what it was murphy uh, rewind murphy had actually went to jill's house and he tried to tell her like he was like hey is your daughter here was she actually sleeping and jill tells him no she wasn't asleep um i must have imagined that she was just she was pretending and noah's like no she was asleep i had to wake her up and murphy's like your daughter could be the answer we need to go to the hub you need to blah 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 and jill's just like nope nope noah come on nope we're not doing that come on and Murphy's still trying to explain why it's important. So then fast forward to the church and they come inside and in there and um, Murphy had tried to give them the address to the hub and she didn't want it. So he put it in his pocket. That's important only because it comes back up. Um, Yeah, so they're in the church and then Jill's like, Matilda needs to come with me because that's my daughter. And one of the church ladies, nosy ass, stands up and she's like, no, you don't have these kids by law. Doris, which is the grandma, is raising these children and she has to say so. So Matilda's not going with you. And Jill's like, in light of situation right now, um, she needs to go with me. And of course, Matilda's starting to get freaked out because she's like, all right, all these people are acting weird. And she's starting to cry because she's like, what's going on? Mom, like, help. And the grandma's holding on to her and she won't let Matilda go with the mom. Then the church people start to spaz again and Murphy kind of shuts them all up for a quick second because he's like, hey, like you're all fucking losing it right now. Your brains are swelling because you don't have any sleep and we're trying to work. We have doctors and scientists working on a cure, but like pretty much if we don't find a cure, you're going to die. So what you need to do is actually let Matilda come with us so that way we can figure it out. And the pastor's like, no, because just like she doesn't need to be sacrificed for the church people, she also doesn't need to be a science experiment. And Murphy starts yelling at them and he's just like, like, you guys don't fucking get it. Like, you don't get it. It's not going to work. And the officer shoots him in the back of the head through the eye. And that kind of makes everyone spaz out. The grandma notices like, oh, pastor has no control. So her and Matilda dip. They dip through the church and everybody's like, hey, she's leaving. She's leaving. So they go dip out after her. Um, Jill is aware like she she's pretty good at keeping calm so she lets Noah know hey I'm gonna go get your sister go meet us in the forest in the back because we're about to dip out so she leaves she goes upstairs to try to find her and Noah flips over the dead body to get the piece of paper that says where the hub is at before he goes to the forest um Matilda goes and she finds them in the hallway 
Now, the grandma was by a room as if Matilda was in that room. But when they kicked the door open, Matilda was not in there. And they were like, where is she? Where is she? And the grandma was like, what? She's not in there? Thought she was in there. Sorry, can't help you. And the officer puts the gun in her face like, where is she? They're yelling and things. And um, before he lifts the gun, though, while they're still looking in the room like, where's Matilda? Jill walks up behind the crowd and the grandma sees her. And they make eye contact and the grandma just looks up to kind of give the hint like she's up there. She's not down here. And then the officer puts the gun in her face and then the pastor gets in between them like, hey, this is not it. And that was after he came down the stairs that Jill was running up and he was just like, everyone's losing it right now. Like he doesn't even follow Jill. He's just like, I got to get my people together. So he stands between the grandma and the officer with the gun. Jill goes upstairs. She finds Matilda crying they hear gunshots so and it was two of them so assuming he shot the pastor shot the grandma um so matilda grabs jill and then it pans over to them running through the forest not even showing how the hell she got out the church with all those people acting crazy um and if i know churches like i slightly know churches um when there's an upstairs you gotta go back downstairs to get out there's no fucking magical stairway outside the building that takes you from the upstairs to the downstairs so we'll ignore that for now um yes so it shows them running through the forest and they run through the forest and uh, let me get my memory together um run through the forest and she she goes to that guy so his little auto body shop the guy that she sold pills to she goes there because she's like his auto body shop we're gonna get us a car and Noah's like you can't get a car they don't work and she's like we gotta get a car that works without electricity kind of thing like an old car so she goes there she tells them to hide over on the side she goes inside the building and she's calling for him at first but then when she walks in more she sees his little lifeless body on the floor and two got the two guys that she had seen earlier when she was selling him drugs um or previously um so she kind of hides a little bit but the door had closed and it made noise so she had to like crawl around and hide and they came over to the side and they're like oh it's because he's still alive so one of the guys stomps his face in they get a car to start running they dip out but before they dip out she was able to grab a few sets of keys and then they took the entire case full of keys for their car and they dipped so she goes through the keys gets rid of all the electric keys because clearly those aren't going to work and she finds an old key for an old car and she pulls up in the old car she gets her son and her daughter so they drive they're driving for a while and she's like hey we need to and i'm skipping all the little small minor scenes in between the driving because they were irrelevant very much so um the whole movie was irrelevant but more so those scenes just gonna hit the major points so yes um this movie really sucked but i'm going to go more into detail because clearly if it's number two someone cared and maybe i missed something so i'm also saying it out loud for myself to see if something mattered but yeah so they're driving she uh finds a library she's like we need to get a map of some kind a book of maps but really i think she's stalling because noah wants to go that's what it was before they found the car they had stopped and she was just like, look, we need to get Matilda together. She needs to learn things so that way she can she can live on her own because you and I aren't going to make it kind of thing. And Noah was like, oh, yeah, really? He was like, we need to go to the hub and see if they can help. And she's like, no, I know what they do to people. Like, I, I know this. I worked with them. Like, we're not going there. So he gets the paper with the address to the hub. He gives Matilda a lighter. And he's like, here, burn it. If you burn it, then we're not going. So burn it. And she can't even get the lighter to light. And that was him proving the point of like, she can't do this shit on her own. Like, so we're going to have to go find a cure. So they get the car and everything. They're driving. They stop for a map. They get to where they're stopping for the map. And um, 
Jill, she actually, before they even look for a map, she tries to give Matilda the gun. Well, first she's letting her know how to read for the libraries. And she's like, okay, mom, like, okay. And she's like, well, because there's no computers now. And this is how you're going to have to learn things in a library. And she's like, and you're also going to need to learn this. And she gives her the gun. And she's like, you need to learn how to shoot people and animals. Like, because it's going to just be you. And so she tries to have her hold the gun and shoot. And Matilda doesn't want to do it. So Jill grabs the gun and starts shooting at some books in the distance. And Matilda's like, no, I don't like guns. I don't like this. I'll meet you guys in the car. And she goes to the car. And then it pans over and Noah's like, what the heck? He's like, why'd you shoot at me? And she's like, no, I didn't, I didn't shoot at you. He was like, yeah, you did. I was in here looking for, looking for um, maps, like you said. And she was like, I thought you were in the car. He was like, no, you told us all to come in and look for maps. And I'm looking for maps and now you're shooting at me. And he's like, just don't shoot at me again. And it's just a sign that they're very sleep deprived and like they don't even have full amount of time to care. It's just more so like, uh, don't do that. Like I'm up, I'm awake, but like, you know, don't be weird kind of thing. So then they're looking at maps and they're trying to pan out how far they have to go to get to to get to where they need to go. Then it shows Matilda in the car. She's asleep. And you see in the background that it's a prison. Go figure. One of the inmates runs to the car. He gets in. He takes off. Um, they hear the car door close it, closing. And uh, Matilda and Noah run outside, but it's too late. The car is gone now. Like right when they get outside, they see the car dipping off and they're like, no. And because they screamed out, no, now the prisoners see them. So the prisoners start walking over and one of the guys is like, hey, lady, like, I'm not going to hurt you, but give me your son. Okay. Give me your son. Don't care about you. Give me the boy. And she puts the gun up and she's like, "Uh, uh-uh. and she's like, Noah, I'm going to shoot one of them. Um, and then you need to run and go lock yourself inside. And she's like, Noah, do you understand me? Like, and Noah didn't respond. So that was irritating. Like be responsive. But, um, yeah, she's like, I'm gonna shoot one and then you need to go run. And he's like, lady, I'm not going to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. I just want your son. And she shoots at him. He's like, Hey, but after she shot, she notices that that gun has no more bullets. It is completely out. And so she turns it like she's going to hit him. And she's like, Noah, you need to run. Like you need to go. And the inmate who actually took the car pulls back up and he's like, get in. Because Matilda, um, from what they showed on this minor clip, she started to wake up. So she clearly woke up and must have told him something that made him care enough to go back and get her mom and brother. So he pulled back around and he's like, mommy, get in. So clearly hinting um, Matilda, let him know that was mommy. And she stands there for a minute. He's like, get in. And so they go and they get in the car and they drive off. So she's holding the gun to this man and um she's trying to ask him questions but he's just like look you can call me dodge and that's about it like i don't know what else to tell you and they pull up to a little spot where it shows like an airplane halfway crash kind of thing so he's like okay we can get stuff from here um and when they stop um she ends up dropping the gun he gets it from her and she lets him know like there's no bullets in there so ha you can't do anything with that anyway and he's like okay cool stops the car turns the car off takes the keys out he's like i'm taking the keys and we need gas so figure that out and he's going so him and noah go check the wreckage and then matilda's teaching not matilda (laughs) you would think i didn't get sleep now jill is teaching matilda how to siphon gas even though she could have taught her by doing it instead she had matilda do it and she was letting her nose suck it like a straw until it comes out and then pour it into the can matilda actually ends up swallowing some but she's able to cough out the rest of it then it shows noah and um dodge noah lets dodge know that his dad is dead dodge finds some clothes and he changes because he doesn't want to be dressed like an inmate the whole time 
Then they go back over to the side and Dodge, you can kind of tell he doesn't have nowhere to go. He don't have nobody. And um, Jill was ready. She had like a metal pipe ready to hit him. But he was like, all right, keep the gun pretty much. He was like, because you look scarier holding it. And um, I'll drive like we'll be cool and it should be good. And he was like, where are you guys headed? And they were like north to wherever. And he was like, me too, heading north. And she was like, okay. So they just all rode in the car together. Then it shows them riding in the car. Matilda's driving because Jill feels like, hey, you got to learn because we're not going to be here. We're all about to die. And you're the only one that can sleep. So you're going to be the only one that can live. So you got to learn these things. So she's driving and Dodge is giving his two cents about how the world is full of shit. And it's really just people telling other people what it is and what it should be. And that's what we go based on. Um, for all of our lives and he was like pretty much it can change with one generation and that's how it should be um and Jill asks him to stop distracting her while driving so while they're driving they pull up and they see like this mountain of metal and there's this guy sitting on top of it and when they look to the sides they see people like hung upside down with like tubes coming from them like their brain their blood is being drained they could have elaborated on this but of course they did not there's like a miniature scene where jill switches with matilda so she can drive and then the people bust the windows out and all of them are fighting matilda's ducked down and screaming but like noah's fighting dodge is fighting jill is fighting and she tells matilda to press on the gas and they end up getting away so that was the most exciting thing in the entire movie so that happens and then they keep going forward they're still driving still driving still driving and then they get to where they're separating so they get there and um dodge is like oh i can stay like we can figure this out figure that out and jill's like no it's good you can go so he goes and then jill walks more and she takes her kid to like her kids to like this little side house and she lets matilda know like hey i'm gonna go don't come after me but if i don't come back stay in this house you have enough food to last you for about a week and Matilda's like no I don't want to and she's like well you have to and it's just in case like just in case please and don't answer for it like don't if anybody comes you need to hide especially if it's men like please be safe and then she goes to Noah and she's like no I love you and he's just like come back and she's like I will and they you know have their little looks like oh this might be the last time and then she goes to the hub so she sneaks into the hub she found some water got some water sneaks into the hub by going onto the bridge um, she hears them say the code out loud because everyone's sleep deprived, so they're trying to keep their minds together. The soldiers are like getting injected with drugs to keep them awake, pretty much. And um, she has the code. She sneaks into their little lab, puts in a lab coat. But everybody's so out of it, they're just kind of like, mm, "If you're here, you're here. You're meant to be here," kind of thing. Um, she goes in. She finds the one woman who's able to sleep and she's telling her like hey i'm gonna get you out of here because you need to raise my daughter because you're able to sleep she's able to sleep y'all are the survivors and the woman is like no i was supposed to die months ago like you all of y'all are crazy and i don't even want to be here get away from me and then the blonde comes in the blonde from earlier in the movie and she's like hey jill you're here what are you doing here and jill's like i came to help because you know we need help to get this done and she's like okay cool so we're doing this and we're doing that and um pretty much that's what it is and um jill asks her like okay are we closer to a cure and she's like no we've been given the drugs and trying to stay awake but um it's actually been causing brain defects so it's not going well and she's like pretty much what we're coming to the conclusion of is everyone's going to die <laughs> pretty much we're just prolonging it but everybody's gonna die so jill takes that as they can't help her daughter um so 
she takes off her lab coat and she tries to dip out but as she's dipping out well she doesn't actually dip out she sits down some damn where and she's sitting and just sitting like she can actually rest but she can't and then she hears like the guards getting kind of hyped up and it's because dodge is driving trying to drive through their little camp and he has noah and matilda with him so jill tries to run over they're like no no my kids and a soldier catches her and puts a gun to her head puts her on the ground like don't move or i'll blow your fucking head off and then dodge gets out the car noah gets out the car matilda gets out the car they're saying don't shoot don't shoot the officers are saying put your hands up and then matilda lets them know she can sleep so they they take her into the lab because she can sleep and they're about to you know try to figure out what they can do with that and um jill and noah get locked into a room the blonde comes in there she's like i'm very disappointed that you didn't tell me your daughter could sleep but i understand why and um just came to see if she's had any major surgeries but yeah we're gonna figure out what we can do and jill is slightly hallucinating she asks the same question on repeat but then she's like no my baby don't do it the blonde leaves they go out and um it shows matilda she's in there with one of the doctors he has a chimp with its head cut open and he's explaining how all animals are able to sleep still and they're still functioning properly except for chimpanzees they're the only ones along with humans who have been fucked over by this whole major event that's occurring right now um yeah and he tries to give like the little gas to put you to sleep he tries to give that to the chimp and it doesn't work and he gives it to matilda and it works so they they know now like okay she could sleep like it's it's the truth it's real um so uh, the blonde tells him to go get the brother so they can compare their brains and such um so before they go in to get noah jill has a hallucination that noah's trying to kill her until they come in and actually get noah and then she wakes up from him and she's like no not my other baby like oh my goodness not both of them um but they take him so they take him and then um they have him in the room and yeah they take him they have him in the room yeah they take him and they have him in the room but before they can do anything with him all the soldiers start losing their damn minds and they start shooting i mean it was started with a pine cone there's a pine cone on the ground and one of the soldiers was like grenade (laughs) and he kicked it and uh they started shooting and then all of them were just spazzing like they were all at war shooting each other and shooting everybody doctors and everything um so when that starts happening um a soldier comes in to where jill is at and she's like sandra and jill's like yes yes it's me thinking it's gonna get her free and the soldier's like you fucking cunt and she shoots at her and then shoots her fucking self and um she missed but she shot enough to where the pipe jill was handcuffed to she's able to get loose from it and she goes to find matilda now she finds matilda and um well, uh the blonde was about to get another one of her shots but the doctor was also trying to tell her like look we can't sacrifice the child like we can't kill her like we gotta figure it out like we can't do it this way and she's like just just do what you're supposed to do so he gives her her shot of her little adrenaline drugs but matilda points out how he didn't he didn't get all of the air out of the needle and she's like you didn't get the air out of the needle like it'll kill you if you don't get all the air out of the needle and um yeah and then the doctor's like i had to it's just it's not working like that anymore so the blonde dies jill uh gets matilda up and they start going to look for noah now 
Uh, Matilda finds Noah first, and he's actually cutting open an electric wire as if he's cutting open a fish because he's hallucinating, and he gets electrocuted. So uh, Jill and Matilda um, start crying because, and all the shooting's still happening, um, because they believe that he's dead. Um, Matilda remembers the defibrillator that was used for the elderly woman who passed away because she was the only other woman that could sleep. Um, but when she ended up dying, they tried to bring her back and they weren't able to. So she remembers that machine. She goes to grab it, brings it over there, and she tries to use it with her mom on Noah. But her mom's so sleep deprived that she doesn't wait for it to clear and she electrocutes herself. So they believe that it didn't work on Noah. Um, and it makes Matilda pass out somehow. They fly across the room and yeah. So when Matilda comes to and she wakes up. She sees her mom laying on Noah, but he's also breathing. So when her mom moves, she's able to like shake him, wake him up, and he lets them know that he was just dreaming. And it pans across the whole facility. Everyone's dead. There is one officer that comes in and sees them, and he asks her, who are you? And Jill's like, I'm their mother, and he lets them live, pretty much. So um, they get Jill out to a truck. They're about to leave, and Noah starts telling her how she's right. They shouldn't have went there, and... All that good stuff, you know, reconciliation type of thing between him and his mom. And Matilda has the idea or realizes pretty much the reason why her brother was able to dream and why she's able to sleep. She's like, when I when we went into the lake, I drowned. I died. She's like, I had to. She she saw the sheriff star and that's what made her remember. And she's like, I died. That's why. And she's like, and they brought me back. And she's like, you, when we tried to use the defibrillator, you were dead and it didn't work. But we brought you back still. And that's why you were able to dream and sleep. That's that's why you're okay. And so they look at their mom. They're like, okay. Then it shows them bringing her to a lake. They take her in the lake. They drown her. She dies. They pull her out. They do their little CPR. And then she takes a breath and the movie's over that's it so no explanation <laughs> no explanation as to why all of this happened no follow-up into what it means um no it wasn't as deep as I was expecting it to be it was a lot of setup for nothing it was like not even halfway building the bridge it was literally drawing half of the picture for the bridge and then just talking about drawing the rest of the picture and not even actually building the bridge or finishing the picture that's what this movie felt like it was very half-assed very build it up to fall apart kind of thing um rating sorry it, the movie is called called awake and it makes me want to go to sleep i feel like this is going to be one of those piss poor uh reviews not as bad as clove hitch killer they are still the worst on the list but um pretty damn bad so i will go ahead and say rating four out of ten i'll give it more than clove hitch however very piss poor um the acting was semi-good but it was um, definitely a pointless movie. I'm not going to watch it again. But I do want to know just what other people think as far as what was the point. Um, because I don't want to feel like I wasted an hour and a half of my life for nothing. So I definitely want to figure out why. Um, but all that build up. Or maybe there's a part two. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, hope I ruined it for you. Actually this time hope I'm saving you some time so you don't you know, waste your life very piss poor and that's it so yeah bye